It's Tuesday, July 2nd, 2013. Between global warming, homes now being built on the edge of wilderness areas, I think we ask a lot of uh, our firefighters. Wildfire season turns tragic as 19 firefighters killed in Arizona. Record heat wave, one of the worst in American history. L.A. bets on solar. The Koch brothers' sneaky no-climate-tax pledge. Plus, this is the fight America can and will lead in the 21st century, but it'll require all of us as citizens to do our part. President Obama keeps up the climate change pressure. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The question is not whether we need to act. The question is whether we will have the courage to act before it's too late. And the answer is no. Too cynical? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, our friend Brad Johnson from ForecastTheFacts.org points out today that the New York Times has broken their climate silence in the wake of the tragic wildfire in Prescott, Arizona. He points us to a story headlined, quote, Elite firefighters lost in deadly new normal. A tinderbox west. Yes, good to see the so-called paper of record finally letting their readers know that there is a climate change influence in the increase in wildfires that we're seeing. Those 19 firefighters were tragically killed on Sunday when their position was overtaken suddenly by the fast-moving Yarnell Hill fire near Prescott in central Arizona. It is now one of the deadliest wildfire disasters in U.S. history. The fire is still raging out of control and has already destroyed over 200 homes. A new report shows that massive wildfires are indeed becoming more frequent in Arizona. Since 1970, Arizona has warmed at a rate of nearly one degree per decade. That's the fastest warming among all 50 states, according to climatecentral.org. Experts are calling this the new normal of a hotter, drier West. And yes, climate change is exacerbating the conditions that make these out-of-control wildfires and extreme heat waves more frequent and more deadly. The U.S. Forest Service says that fire season is now two months longer than it was just a few decades ago. Former elite firefighter Tim Wendell tells USA Today that we need to rethink how we fight these fires. I think it's kind of too dangerous. I think between global warming, homes now being built on the edge, of wilderness areas. I think we ask a lot of uh, our firefighters these days, and it keeps going up and up. And the record heat wave made this fire more intense. Dr. Jeff Masters of Weather Underground calls this past weekend's record-breaking heat wave, quote, one of the greatest heat waves in North American history. It broke many all-time local temperature records, but it did not break the world record for highest temperature ever recorded on Earth ever. (laughs) But Death Valley on Sunday did break the world record for hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth for the month of June. And what was that uh, world record uh, June temperature? 129 degrees. 129 degrees. I saw someone quoted who lived there who said 110 degrees this time of year is is kind of normal, but 130 degrees, now we're starting to get a little ridiculous. Interestingly, in the last few years, Texas has suffered blackouts when excessive heat waves caused their electric grid equipment to malfunction. But in California, more solar generating capacity has helped the state have zero blackouts, even in this historic heat wave, even with both of California's privately owned nuclear power plants offline. Solar power is growing faster in California than anywhere else in the country. 
Los Angeles just became the first major U.S. city to capitalize on its miles of empty, unused rooftops with a new rooftop solar incentive program that will pay building owners a guaranteed rate for the solar energy they generate. Nice. Th- yes, the same mechanism has been wildly successful in Germany. Oh, in Germany. Well, as... As Fox News tells us, they get way more sun than we do here in Southern California, apparently. Which is totally not true. On his trip to Africa, President Obama announced major initiatives to combat wildlife trafficking and bring clean electricity to sub-Saharan Africa. At home, in his Saturday address, he kept up the pressure to act on climate. I need you to act. Educate your classmates and colleagues, your family and friends. Remind everyone who represents you at every level of government that there's no contradiction between a sound environment and a strong economy, and that sheltering future generations against the ravages of climate change is a prerequisite for your vote. But the Koch brothers are doing their damnedest to make sure that nothing changes. A new two-year study by the Investigative Reporting Workshop at American University reveals that the billionaire Koch brothers used their nonprofit front group, Americans for Prosperity, to get congressional lawmakers to quietly sign a little-known no-climate-tax pledge. It's similar to Grover Norquist's anti-tax pledge. The report says the no-climate-tax pledge helped kill federal cap-and-trade legislation in 2009. Really? Do we know how many lawmakers have signed this pledge? Nearly 100. Mostly Republicans, but a few Democrats. Lovely. For more on that story and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download us anytime on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. Find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. We'll be taking a day or two off for the 4th of July holiday. Hope you and yours have a good and safe one. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. What a way to save our souls this endless song.